Welcome to another episode of Drew's College Athlete Spotlight. We are here, episode 26. I'm joined alongside Maddie Sharonbrock, a Division Three volleyball athlete from the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point. Maddie, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, right, we're wrapping up school here. Uh, but we got, right, we're going to be talking here again about some club volleyball, right, in Wisconsin. What's going on with that at the national level as well, kind of talking, right, how big club volleyball is. I didn't realize it was this big. And um, kind of going through, right, how you got to where you are today in volleyball and kind of what, what, what are you looking at moving forward with that. So ready to get started here? Yeah, so getting started, let's go. Let's go back to the past again, Maddie. You were a Valders graduate, uh, going back to you know this, to back to the hometown Valders. Uh, there, uh, what sports were you originally playing? Right, whether it's like grade school, middle school, right, high school. Um, I did a whole lot of sports. I did cross country, volleyball, soccer. I did cheerleading at one point. I've done them all. But yeah, volleyball stuck with me the most. And that's kind of what, what we want to talk, right? Uh, what, what, when did volleyball like start sticking? Like when, when were you starting? Did you start right in fifth grade? Were you doing camps like in elementary school? Do they do camps in elementary school? Yeah. So at Valder's, they did camps. I think I started maybe like second grade. And I did that all the way through fourth grade. I decided to country in my fifth grade year. And they have... It's not through Valdez, it's this kind of leak through all the schools um, that is with fifth and sixth grade. And my mom, she's never forced me to do anything before, but she has forced me to do volleyball. And I was really mad at her for making me do volleyball because I thought I was going to be a runner. And look at, look at me now. Oh, Aaron, I cut out a little here, but um, what we're hearing, right? Shout out Maddie's mom. Shout out Kim. Yes. Shout out Kim. <laughs> For sure. Um, no, it's interesting with the camps and stuff. And again, like, I mean, I, I feel like volleyball in Northeast Wisconsin, let alone, like, I mean, like the middle school, high school, right. It's very competitive. I've had on here what we've had on the show, uh, Brett Damro before, right. With that, right. Is it the Fox? Is it the FC elite? Is that what it is? Is that, I believe just kind of yeah, having Howard's Grove, the dynasty yeah. built there. Um, just talking the big, big volleyball is big yeah. in the area. And want to get kids involved early at a young age. Um, so, would you say, or what position were you playing back then? Or were you playing positions really? So, when you're younger, you don't really have like a position. You literally just rotate in the six. But then I tried out for Lakeshore Storm, which is a club team around the area. It's in Manitowoc. And I tried that out for that when I was in sixth grade. And that's when I had my first position, which is the main position I put out through my whole life. So I was an outside hitter and a back row player. So an all-around player, which was typical. Hi, when did you join that club team? I guess when did, when did club teams start in Northeast Wisconsin? Uh, it depends. I would say... Normally, like, fourth or fifth grade, that's when people really start joining clubs. So I started in sixth grade. Um, 
my mom again wanted me to join fifth grade, but I begged her not to let me do that. <laughs> but she convinced me in sixth grade to club. What was my mic on? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, it just cuts out yeah. a little bit. Um, but uh, okay, so start sixth grade Lakeshore Storm. Did you have any like teammates who brought you along, or was it really just the mom pushing it? Well, my mom pushed it, and then um, they I just I just loved the sport and I kept doing it. And then, did it come? Was it seventh grade where right had you had to make like a decision because you said you were doing cross country? I guess did cross country right? Did volleyball eventually yeah. won out with seventh grade of the year? Gotcha. Seventh grade, I had to decide between cross country and volleyball. And then volleyball won out, but then going to high school, right? Did you, did your focus mainly go into volleyball? Um, Cause I guess like doing club stuff with volleyball, doesn't it almost become year round? Yeah, I would say it's basically year round. So especially at Balders, our coach really pushed to have training really early. So we would start in spring doing like, well, no, I guess summer, summer workouts. And so I think, I think maddie was talking about right doing conditioning uh with right starting summer year round a lot of work on that maddie can you hear me internet freezing all right it looks like we have some technical difficulties here but um as maddie was talking about She's no longer in the stream. So um, we'll wait and see if we can get her back. But yeah, as Maddie was talking about, a lot of time investment talking in volleyball. Um, again, we've had we've had on the Howard's Grove Dynasty talking with them about kind of what goes into volleyball. And right, I mean, looking at softball also, right? It's sports where, okay, right, you play usually one, one you know, specific season, right? It seems it's always usually in the fall, right, for the high school, college, collegiate, right? But really with, like, softball and volleyball, um, really in both of them, you're playing year-round. So a lot of time commitment, right, as Maddie was talking, um, right, those those club teams you're playing spring, summer, uh, you're investing a lot of hours into it, probably a lot of drives. We'll hopefully hear about some of the crazy drives um, or commutes for some of these because, you know, Maddie Lambert was a guest we had on who – she talked about on weeknights was driving three hours for practice and games and moving, moving forth that it was insane time on that. We'll see if we can get again, Maddie back in here. All right, Maddie's back. Perfect. So we'll resume back here. I was just talking a little bit about right. The, the experience with the club and whatnot. Oh, okay. There's she back. There she is. Hey Maddie, how you doing? You're back. Good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Hello. apologize for technical difficulties. Uh, Maddie's backer. You can see we can see the internet part on hers. It's kind of fluctuating right now, so hopefully we can get it stable. There, we're good. I was talking kind of about crazy commutes with prior guests we've had, so um, I kind of want to tie that into your club experience you were talking. We've had uh, Maddie Lambert told a story where she was driving three hours on weeknights for practices. I mean, was there any crazy commutes you've had with whether it was a tournament, practice, Um, I would say definitely 
tournaments were like the crazier commutes. The reason why we picked the club that I went to was um, because it was close. It wasn't like super far away, um, especially when like my mom was the one who had to drive me around. Um, it's really hard on like one parent to commute a lot. But tournaments, we've had some pretty crazy tournaments. Uh, when I was in high school, the longest I drove was to Indianapolis for nationals. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> but you, you can you can drive pretty far. And the tournaments are pretty, um, I would say, three to four hours away from where we are typically. The closest ones are like Green Bay. We don't get those very often. So those would be a lot nicer to have. I, yeah, I recall you were talking about like some of the crazy like Indianapolis, for example, when we get to the college side, talking about those national experiences, looks like the internet's good to go here. It's, it, now it's, now it's working nicely. So that's good to see. But um, with, I was also touching on like the fact, right. Volleyball is, it's basically a year round sport, you know, to an extent you could theoretically play volleyball year round. I was talking kind of how it relates to softball in that manner. Yeah, for sure. Um, and even if you go crazy, you can play these summer tournaments or grass tournaments. I'm kind of getting into those now, the older I get. Um, a lot of my friends in college like to play grass, so there's tournaments that you can go to play. So basically play year-round. Yeah, shout-out Trent Persinger. He's going to have a big summer. It is the comeback after that his injury. He's coming back 110%. After his injury? Um, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. But – uh yeah club club volleyball sounds right insane great experience i'm sure uh level of competitiveness did you prefer playing that in the club setting compared to high school or was there just something special about playing high school well um i would say when it wasn't covid high school was very special especially junior year i bet drew kind of remembers that that was a very special year for volleyball um I don't know. I've always really liked club. I like the early mornings, waking up, driving there, which is kind of weird, but a whole day affair. <laughs> yeah. I think Visco night was uh, the top, you know, if we look at, at volleyball junior year. Yeah. Um, every year, my Snapchat memories, your, your turtle poster. <laughs> what? I, you know, I, I had to fit the role. Um, <laughs> and I, I went all out for Visco night. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, it's certainly great theme nights for volleyball mm -hmm. for sure. No banana was worn, unfortunately, for um, for that, volleyball that is though. Very unfortunate. Yeah, but you know, high, high school was great, great, great experience. You guys had great teams. Was there a favorite moment in specific? You'd say when we won conference, that was very, very cool. Very cool for the school. That I think it was like 29 years since we won conference. So it felt very, very special to be a part of that. Yeah, some good teams, right, in the EWC for volleyball. So it was kind of like, wow, you know, really, really good feet, right? Chilton seems to be usually good keel, some, somewhat, right? Um, you know, like some of those other bigger uh, schools. Chilton, in that year was like Chilton and Holstein and yeah. Brilliant were really, really good that year. So being able to win those. Uh, and then right, there's, some, there's just tough teams in the area. When I say that, you know, talk more high school of course we talked about howard's grove but like luxembourg casco right always a good tough program and then some of those bigger bigger schools in the green bay area you get like the little shoot you know you get menasha some of those bigger ones you know it's a tough it's a tough area it seemed and right, you guys being able to advance there losing eventually to it was luxembourg casco right 
Yeah, I think it was. I don't even remember. Uh, my memory <laughs> serves sure me right. I believe it was. That. I was there. Yeah. So, um, would yeah, you say, there. okay, so then teammate or coach the shout out in high school slash club before we kind of transition here to the college side? Um, I have, I feel like two very integral ones. So my club coach, um, Jerry and Katie, um, they were very big on helping me learn to love volleyball even more. And my high school coach, Pam, um, she taught me a lot about volleyball and really showed my love for the sport that I kept playing, kept, kept working hard. And she really did push me to be a good player. And I learned a lot from her. Awesome stuff. Um, okay. I want to talk like college recruiting side Were you like, so right, you talked about this club, right? Club, exposure to club. You had pay, you were working with a right, coach from Valder's Pam. Um, and then also um, you were getting all conference accolades and such. Were you looking at playing at the college level where there's schools reaching out? I personally, there was a couple of schools that I like got emails from and Pam was wanting me to kind of play in college. But personally, I, I didn't want to play in college. That wasn't the path that I wanted to take. Okay, so then transitioning there, right? So you don't have interest in playing college. You could have, right? I mean, in a sense where you were – you were getting reached out and whatnot, but um, going then to Stevens Point, right, and then being there, I guess, how do you get involved then where you are in a, in a club with a club team that's highly competitive playing at national conferences? Um, so at UW schools basically have a club volleyball team. Um, some are bigger than others. Some are more developed. And when I was just looking at schools, I was just like looking around on their Instagrams and like what different clubs they offer. I wasn't even necessarily looking for volleyball. And at one point I wanted to go to Eau Claire and I just saw the UW um, Eau Claire club volleyball page. And I thought that was really cool. And I kind of looked into it. And then when I decided to go to Stevens Point, I looked if they had a club team and they did. So that was kind of my first exposure to club. Um, it was just kind of my interest and in still playing somewhat competitively. But you, you had ambitions to continue playing, maybe not at the NCAA level, but rather like the collegiate, right? Still doing the outside outdoor tournaments you were talking about. Um, hopefully with Trent Persing, your star volleyball player. Um, but yeah. Oh, okay. So then. You joined last year, right? Is that something you have to, right? I mean, there's tryouts and then isn't there two teams, if I'm correct? Yeah, there's two teams. So do you feel, right? And then you try out and then you get placed in a team and then um, kind of just, you guys play in some games, you, you, practice, you have practices and then tournaments, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we try out, um, before tryouts, we just have open gyms where we just, um, get back into volleyball. So that starts basically the first week of school. We have tryouts around October. You decide if you're on the ones team or twos team. Um, you go to national team, you don't. But you have preseason tournaments for semester and second semester you have actual season tournaments. Okay. And it, it cut out a little bit. Uh, ones, if I'm correct, right, the ones team is the one that's going to nationals. Okay, so yeah, ones. So there's two yes. teams. They're ones and twos. And then the thing that I was wondering: Do you have opportunities, the ones team, to help maybe out the out the NCAA team if they need, you know, if they scrimmage? Do you guys ever scrimmage them? Is there opportunities there? Well, 
actually it happened this past semester one of their setters got injured and they were having spring training so I actually was brought up I guess I was considered a practice player but I was brought up and I practiced with the the our actual team for I think four or five times until their setter got back into it so some good opportunity there too to maybe you know, so if you don't even if you have ambitions or not to play at the NCAA level, you're still have able to you're able to help out the college team. So, um, I guess with the club, I was wondering more on like training slash practice side. So, kind of my question stems you know from high school, right? You have the training, whether it's summer, you have some open gyms and whatnot before practices in season. Uh, is there some? Is it similar, right? In the college sense, I guess how how often do you guys practice and just kind of like the, the training intensity. How is that? Uh, we practice about two to three times a week, and they're about three-hour practices. Oh. And they can range from starting at 7 o'clock at night to starting around at 11 o'clock at night. So but typically around three hours we practice. And then like feeling from like high school, whether it's the club in high school or just high school volleyball right, with the school, do you feel um, like that the transition was proper, right? Is it, are these practices more intense, do you feel, or? Um, I think these practices are very similar to my club experience, not high school experience. Um, it's more, I feel like we know the skills. So just working as a team and doing more, team-based practices and um, in-action game type uh, drills. Gotcha. So um, w- with that, like coaching-wise, do you, do you have someone who's guiding you in these drills? Is there is there like a head coach or is it like players? So like, that's you, you the any? different thing with club and in college. Did I? Okay, I'm sorry if I cut you off. But that's the, the different thing in college at least at Stevens Point I know some other schools they do have coaches but we don't really have a coach this year we did have a a girl um, who played last year kind of coach us but it's not to what it was in high school or even club in high school we kind of really direct ourselves and um, we kind of coach each other and help each other out and we make our own lineups as a, a team so do you, do you feel like, especially on the club side, like would you prefer to have a coach or do you feel like how it's turned out? Is it is it something where, you know, like you feel like the team dynamic, you feel like kind of the culture there is boosted um, without having a coach? Um, I think there's pros and cons to both. Um, I think it's always nice to have a coach just because you always have someone who's impartial. Like they're not the ones on the court trying to play. Um but I think like we do keep ourselves really accountable and it's really fun. And I think a lot of other club teams do as well. So there's pros and cons to both sides. Yeah. Cause I've like, of course, right. It's a club team. So you'd figure they probably, right. They, they might not have a coach, right. It's a club team, but I mean, with a club team that is as competitive, right. As volleyball, where you're going, right. You're playing in at nationals places. You guys went to Arizona last year, correct. And then you go to Kansas yeah, City did. this year, I believe. So, like, just kind of like traveling about in places. Um, it's interesting, you guys. I actually, I, I didn't know if you all had a coach or not, but I just feel feel like, especially a sport like volleyball, where there might be some strategic substitutions, like basketball, for example. You know, it's it, it's interesting to not have a coach and kind of that dynamic. So, 
really, really interesting fact to know. Is there um, I had a question with train furthermore on the training side, do you guys implement like some sort of strength training, right? Is that kind of in the, right, in the routine or is it more of just those practices, right? Three, two to three times a week. Um, we do like some conditioning type things during practice, but um, we don't like make anyone strength train on their own. It's not like a requirement to be on the club. It's not something we do within practice. Um, a lot of our girls do it on their own, but not like through the club. Gotcha. I didn't know if there's any sort of accountability at that and on the strength side, but yes, for sure. It seems you all right. Practice wise, team culture wise, but touching on team culture, going to nationals, you want to start last year in Arizona, right? Because this is your second year right? wrapping up at UW Stevens point. Uh, so year one um, going to Arizona was overall that experience, right? I guess first, how do you all do? And then second, like, did you feel it was a great experience for the team, right? The culture, and then just representing UW Stevens Point. Um, last year was a really cool experience. We did very good, I would say personally. I think we were in the top eight um, in the whole tournament, and um, we actually beat the team who got second place at the tournament the day before. So it's a three day long tournament that we play. Um, and this just so shows how competitive our Wisconsin club team is, um, because the two teams that played against each other at nationals were Eau Claire and lacrosse. So wow. we play in a very, very tough conference and, um, but we held our own at nationals and like team camaraderie, like it was amazing. Uh, we have a guys club team and we would cheer for each other, um, we would go like hang out in Arizona, do fun things, but it was a really, really great experience. Yeah. And kind of one of the big themes here today is just that, I mean, men's and women's collegiate club volleyball is not no joke, right. Whether it's in Wisconsin or right nationally, you talked about right, Eau Claire and lacrosse being two teams making the championship game last year. And then um, literally on the website right now, I mean, right. There's live streams. There's a lot of tournament information. There's a lot of, you know, I mean, there's a lot of content on this site. It, again, it's no joke. You can attend it. It's baller TV. It says you can enjoy, you can stream the games. So just a lot of advantages. Yeah, you can right? stream the games. Attending this and um, probably a good thing too, right? Is there is there college scouts there, like recruiting potentially for people who want to make the leap from club to you know NCAA? Um. I don't know if there's like officially ones, but I do see a lot of like coach like figures with notepads walking around taking notes. Um, if that means that there are scouts, I'm not 100% sure, but that's typically, at least when I was in high school and club, that's what that meant. Like people kind of walking around with notepads, watching games, taking notes. Um, so I did see some of that. Yeah, for sure. Good, good. So Going like to year two, did you feel right? So leap, I guess my first thing, you know, before we go from year one to two was talking, kind of talking about the leap from whether it was high school club or high school, right? Varsity volleyball, the leap from that to club volleyball into college. Is there a big leap? How big is the leap? Um, I would say it's more competitive than how I played in varsity, like in high school and in club in high school. Personally, my team feels more competitive and how I kind of look at club. It's a lot of girls who had the potential to possibly play 
at the college level um, and that didn't want to or um, could have, but they couldn't have the school that we played at. Um, so it's it's very talented girls. And the other clubs within our conference, so like Eau Claire, Lacrosse, there are some very, very talented girls that get recognition throughout the whole NCVF, like got all state at our nationals tournament. So it's very, very, I think it's tougher competition. That sounds great. Right. Good competitive. And right. You're, you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's people who want to play, right. Who still want to compete. Um, but then going from year one to two for you, did you feel right? Like you had some seniors leave, right. You, did you feel like leadership wise, right. It, it's your time to step up. And now again, here, year two to year three coming up here, Right. Do you have full intentions to play? And then just back on the leadership side, do you guys have like captains or? Yeah. So we have a board. So I was vice president this year of the board. Um, that way. Yeah. I definitely took more of a leadership role this year. My freshman year, I was very nervous, timid. I kind of was in the setting position that I, I have played before, but not fully a setter. So it was new to me in some sort of way. Um, but definitely my, like this year, my sophomore year, I really stepped up in my, like I personally think uh, in a leadership role, I've done a lot of things behind the scenes or helping the presidents out. So I really understand more of the inner workings of what club is. So do, do you have intentions then? Right, that, that's great. I'd be able to assume a leadership role in right, volleyball. It's still a club slash organization at the end of the day. Right. I mean, so right, there's still work that has to be done, whether right, the fundraising, the leadership, um, organizing events, I'm sure. Because, um, again, you guys don't have a coach or a manager, per se. So do you feel, right, you move into year two, year three, are you going to be vice president again? Is there a new position? Um, we're not really sure exactly yet. We kind of vote in the summer. Um, but yeah. our ultimate goal is to eventually uh, – we have a fifth-year senior coming back. Um who was the president. So as of right now, kind of our goal is just kind of teach me all, all the ways that really work together with the president, have a, even a bigger step or bigger role than I did last year. Um, so not everything's set in stones yet. Gotcha. I, I got one more question here before we kind of move into the education side. All right. We still got to talk about that. Um, so how, how was like summer? So you talked about like the elections are in summer and whatnot, but how, how does the communication end up being in the summer? Is there still that level of accountability with that? Um, yeah, it's via email or Snapchat. It's We have like a big Snapchat group with all the girls in the whole club process, and we send out surveys to see what people are feeling, like what's the best way to contact them. Um, so we still get very like good outreach in the summer. Awesome. So that must be good for right for team culture too, right? You have probably you have a close group, group probably of girls, right? If you guys are going you know, to Kansas City again this year, so different place, and just being able to spend time with those people a lot of hours a week. If you mentioned, it's is it, it could be just nine hours of practice alone, right? Plus games. Yeah, plus tournaments. So we drive to the different schools for our tournaments, and we play t together the whole day plus our practice. So it's a lot, a lot of time with these girls. A lot of time, but right for the love of the game, as they say. So I want to hear about the education side. Right? Again, we can't forget that. So what's your major at Stevens Point? Let's hear about it. Um, I'm double majoring in elementary and 
in special education. And then the long-term career goal with that? Um, I want to start teaching right away, um, ideally in a general education classroom. But I think as of right now, a long-term goal is to in in administration in some sort of way so possibly a principal uh, but that's long term no music background anymore i mean i knew that i knew the early education no but i thought there's aren't you yeah i kind of i dropped that it's it's a big major they have to do a lot weren't you were you you ended up not being a drum major were you yeah you were I was senior year, yeah, but it was like you COVID, so like kind of. <laughs> yeah, that that's why it was weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, wow. No more no more music long term, I guess. No jazz band. The saxophone <laughs> no is hung jazz up. Band. Maybe I'll make my own. Maybe I'll make my own jazz band. Yeah, there you go. You can get some of the great or great music teachers from Valders to help arrange this, and you got your um your trombone slash baritone player here. So <laughs> correct. <laughs> no worries on that. Um, okay. Yeah. One more thing here and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. We get, you got to shout some college people. You shouted out the people from Rachel, right? Pam Erickson got the shout out. Uh, and then your, your club coaches, who are we shouting out in college, whether it's players, you know, coaches, roommates, whatever. Um, I'll start with my roommate just because she has to deal with me coming in at sometimes one or two in the morning, Yay. taking a shower and coming back, probably with her up. Yeah, go Elise. Woo. Shout out Elise. Um, Woo. Thank you for dealing with this. <laughs> Shout out Elise. Um, yeah. Just, I would say, oh, yeah, all my teammates, they're amazing. I've learned from each and every one of them, um, especially all the girls who are in a leadership position. They were all awesome. They they taught me a lot, have changed me, not as a volleyball player, but as a person as well. So I, I love them all so much. Awesome. So teammates, boom. Well, now you have no coaches to show. I don't know why I said, I don't know why I said coaches. We talked about that, but roommate, there you go, Elise. And then <laughs> also, right, the, the teammates yeah. that you've been with and you'll continue to be with here, whether it's summer tournaments, whatnot. And then, yeah, my last thing here is I got to bring up trend again. You better go win some tournaments with trends. If, if Jared asks to be on your team, say no. That, that's my other tip. <laughs> is so, that coming from you, Drew? That's coming from me. You can let him know that. Um, oh, no, just tell him Okay. Out. No. But, try not to win some tournaments. Good, good. And then, I guess, do you guys have a club page? Right? Do you want to shout it out? Is there a way we can find this club page? Because this is right for yeah. this is some really good stuff. We We do. Um, if anyone ever interested in just like club in general, um, no matter what school you're going to, it doesn't have Stevens Point. You can look up the WVC on their webpage or their Instagram. They have some great information. But for our club page, it's uwsp.womens.club.bb. Awesome. So that, that's where we'll find them. And again, I'll, this episode will actually be talking scheduling before we wrap up. This episode's actually going to be airing officially next week. We're live on YouTube, of course, here. Now, I'm going to be in Vermont on a on a finance economics trip. So I'll be on that, and I want to bring some content along. So, Maddie, well, again, you'll hear this. If you're listening on YouTube, 
right? You'll hear this officially. We'll, we'll be live next week on that. So anything else from you, Maddie, before we wrap up here? Nope. No, thank you so much for yeah, having me. Of course. Wish you the best academically and athletically here. And let's wrap it up here. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.